Hallelujah. Amen. I thought you were clapping for the Lord. Let's, let us do it well. Amen. 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 Thank you very much, Bishop Charles. Bishop Charles, what do I say? We have been together for many, many years. And uh, I will tell you more shortly. Let us pray. Father, thank you so very, very much for this gathering. Thank you for bringing us together. I pray that you open our hearts, our ears. Let us hear something that we can carry away that will change our lives and ministries and make us better people better ministers, better pastors. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Um, our, our conference is called the Leaders and Loyalty Conference. Um, there are two reasons for this name. Number one is that it is a book my father has written. Leaders and loyalty. Yeah, leaders and loyalty. About um, two, two key elements that are needed for a church. Uh, I'm very happy that this morning Bishop Steve began to open to us the what it means to be a leader. And, and, and who a leader is. You know something? There are some words that are linked in common language. But when you think of a teacher, you think of students. When you think of a policeman, you think of what? Thieves or <laughs> drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Think of <laughs> you, you, you were a driver before. <laughs> Think of thieves. So so I, I think that when you hear the word leaders, <laughs> what should follow naturally is followers. Because if there's a leader, then there should be a follower. So a, a good conference title would be Leaders and Followers. But, but that is not our title this morning. Our title is Leaders and Loyalty. Amen. Amen. Because uh, uh, the loyalty element is critical in making a leader able to be a leader. A leader who has no followers is not a leader. And that is why the, the followers who are, who are described as loyal makes the leader a, a, a real significant leader. This afternoon I'm talking about loyalty. Amen. Amen. Loyalty. Amen. And um, if it's loyalty, there's one book that you cannot escape. That's right. If, if you are a leader and you don't have this book, your leadership will be handicapped. If you are trying to 
plant build a church and you don't have this book you you'll be handicapped what in the course of um organizing this this conference I've spoken to many different pastors. And I told one pastor, you, you need to come. And he said that, oh, he, he's not able to come. I said, listen, you need, you and your uh, pastors need to come. Because as you hear this message, your church will be established. Hallelujah. Amen. And I, I told him that, so I said, what, ha- what happens very often is a church will grow to a point. Then it will split. For some reason. Somebody will leave. Somebody will resign. Somebody will fight. And then it will drop. And then it will grow again. And come to another level. Then it will split again. And so after 10 years, you are still at a certain level that you, you, you don't seem to be growing. I mean, it's like, ah, I was 50, I've been 50 for 5, 6 years. My church is not growing. I said, it's not true. The church is growing. But you can't keep your members. You can't keep them. So as they grow, they split and they go away then you then you keep working then it grows again then it splits then they disappear then it drops to 30 then it grows to 50 then it drops to 30 then it grows to 50 is a cycle this cycle must be broken in your ministry I said, this cycle of going round and round must be broken in your ministry. Amen. Amen. If we could do without assistance, I tell you, some pastors would suck all the assistance and do the church alone. Oh, yeah. If we could work without assistance, some would just do it by themselves. But it's not possible to. God never called any Rambo pastor. There's no James Bond pastor around. We are all called with a need for helpers. Hallelujah. Amen. People often ask me how our church works. You know, the strength of Lighthouse and the UD is in the assistance. Lighthouse is now what we call lighthouse. What we used to call lighthouse is now 10 different denominations. And it has um, different overseers, different chairmen of each of the different denominations. And, and we are scattered all over the world. And um, we, are, we are growing everywhere. And, and um, people ask, how, how, how does it happen? And the strength of this church is found in the strength of the assistance. 
na asafo na ho din no ejina abofo nyakopo dia ma asafo no eso because every time i think of bishop dike word mills almost automatically in my mind bishop eat saki and bishop eddie adi are along in the shadows standing on the left hand side and the right hand side almost automatically oh if you are clapping clap well yeah these have always been there always standing by his right hand side and always encouraging that is the strength of this house and and behind these three this threefold cord there are there are many other bishops standing right behind him you see what what you may see as bishops what you call what you see us as as um great men to us we are sons and helpers if if i don't see myself as a, a, a great man I, I see myself as a son of a house and, and that has been the key and the strength of this church and, and so this afternoon i want us to look at the role of the loyalty of the assistants the loyalty of assistance because that is key to growing your church hallelujah amen i didn't hear a good amen you know and when i say assistance in this forum here i want you to understand i'm talking to every single one of us because all of us who are here we are not originals we we all came from somewhere even though i'm the bishop of this church i I came from somewhere it's like every father is somebody's son everybody who has born children and is bringing them up he himself is somebody's son and so this morning this afternoon i'm talking about assistance but but you see you too you are somebody's assistant and so whatever i say that applies to assistant applies to all of us you know there's the tendency that pastor tell them preach to them my assistant are you listening hey my choir director are you here are you listening listen well and we are pointing the finger at other people that they should listen well but meanwhile you two who were sent from your headquarters you are a very orangu senior pastor you are a senior pastor who your bishop can't control when they call you say oh i'm coming and you don't come hallelujah amen are you here are you with me and so and so what i'm about to say it applies to 
all of us and uh, may you find and hear your portion in this message let, let me start by trying to before i talk about the loyalty of the assistant let me try to explain something very little about assistants. This is something that Bishop said in, in a book, a forward he wrote for Bishop Saki's book. Bishop Saki's book. You see, there is a misunderstanding about the role and the word assistant. Uh, uh, many people have not fully understood who the assistant is. And, and, and some assistants themselves don't know what they are or who they are. The way it, it appears now, as if the assistant is somebody who could not be the senior leader. Or who is waiting for his chance to become the senior leader. He's a reserve on the touchline. And he's jogging. And he's praying. Oh God, let somebody get hurt. Oh God, let the coach change somebody. So I can play some. I didn't come to sit on the touchline. I came to play. But when they called the 11, they didn't call me. I'm number 12. No problem. I'm just on the touchline. But I'm praying. Oh God, let somebody fall down. Let there be a vacancy. Let somebody be removed and then I can go on the field of play and show my power. Waiting for his chance to show his power. That, that's not an assistant. I said that's not an assistant. An assistant is somebody who is called to assist. Somebody who is not waiting for his chance to show that I can also play. But somebody who is totally happy to stay on the touchline forever. He is very he is very happy that I may never be on the field of play. But I am here on the touchline. And I can go and bring water, I can go and bring other things. When the ball goes out of play, I can bring it back. And I'm not waiting for my chance to show that I can play. An assistant is not a, a, a person waiting for his chance to be the leader. But he's an assistant. Put your hands together for the Lord. He's an assistant. That, that's why one of the greatest assistants is, is the Holy Spirit. He, he, he will come and stand by you, help you. He's the helper. Do you think the Holy Spirit is in heaven? Waiting for God to step aside. Then he can occupy the throne. Is that what you think? 
do you think the Holy Ghost say, oh God, where will you resign? Then that's my turn to, to take over. Oh God, where will you retire? God, by the way, how old are you? What's the retirement age? That's not the Holy Spirit's role. Waiting for a chance to enter into the top the front row he is eternally helping he is permanently assisting he will never become number one he will always remain at the place and position where he is now and he is very happy to be there may that be your mindset from today I said may that be your mind from today I have known Bishop Saki for many, many years. He has been assisting Bishop Dag from the very beginning. And, and, and you, you never have here imagined that he is waiting for his chance. He is always pressing Bishop forward. Every assistant here this afternoon every assistant here this afternoon may you embrace your position oh i didn't hear a good amen you see we are all assistants we are all helping somebody no matter what level assistant you find yourself may you embrace your position and enjoy it hallelujah amen one of the biggest problems pastors we face is caused by troublesome assistance yeah. you must know the word orangu amen amen orangu is our our word it means a disloyal person a person who has turned against authority you see an orangu church member is not a problem he can he can go and if he goes all he will take is himself some crowd they go and their wives don't go even their children are still in church so an orangu member is of limiting damage but when your assistant rise up and turn against you when the person who stands by your side is fighting you it becomes very difficult to build a church it becomes very, very almost impossible to let the church rise up and flourish and, and when he goes he takes away a chunk of your church. May that never be your experience. Oh, I said, may that never be your experience. Amen. Amen. To have a disloyal assistant. One of the chapters in this book is chapter 8. A disloyal assistant a disloyal assistant i have two prayers this this um, afternoon 
Every senior pastor here, every pastor here, if by some misfortune you have a disloyal assistant, may you recognize it and cast him out. <laughs> may you recognize it and do what? And, and do what? Look, Orangus, you don't negotiate with them. There is no mercy on Orangus. A person who will leave you, he will leave you. A mistake to see a negative trait in your assistant and then say, oh, it will be okay. It's a big mistake to see disloyalty in your followers and, and imagine or pray it will go away. Bible says, cast out the scorner and contention will cease. How did God deal with his, his angel Lucifer? He was cast out of heaven and he was cast down to the earth. Why are you trying to be better than God? Why are you trying to be nicer and gooder than God? Cast out any other person around you. Amen. Press delete. Press eject. Let him go and save yourself trouble in the future. Don't imagine that it will become okay. Tell somebody it will not be okay. Tap your dip and tell him it will not be okay. The man who will go, he will go. It says in First John, they left us. But that was a sign that they were not of us. Because if they were of us, they would never leave. Ah, how many of us have ever been blasted or faced by our fathers at home? How, how many were beaten or caned as children? Uh, I see everybody shouting. Hey. How many rebelled and left home and never came back as a child? After you were beaten as a child, what happened? You ask your mommy, mommy, what's for dinner? <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. No matter what wrong I have done, and my correction, I am staying in this place. The one who is a child, a son of that house, he will never leave you. But the one who will leave you in the future, he will leave you. I said he will leave you. When you see the negative traits of a disloyal assistant, around you what should you do cast out that person amen my second prayer if you are that assistant and you are here and the person i'm describing is you if you are the incorrect orango assistant and you have come here praise the lord change i said change you can change what is loyalty you see loyalty is taught 
It's not automatic. Lying is automatic. Oh, it's not true. It's easier to lie than tell the truth many times. That's why a little child, as they are born, they begin to lie straight away. It is easier to do some wrong things. Listen. Change. We are not loyal by default. We are being taught loyalty. That's why Bishop has written all these books. The loyalty series. And all these books describe somebody who is not loyal. Those who pretend, they are with you and they are smiling at you. But in his head, he is saying something opposite. And some are here like that. I said, Some are here like that. Those who forget, they have forgotten what they were before they met you. They were ordinary members. Ordinary members. Just in the church some. Until they met you. And what you told them. And you encouraged them. And they became ashes. And they became senior ashes. And they became cell leaders. And they became pastors. And they are forgotten where they came from. And they are forgotten how they got there. Those who forget. Is a sign of a bad person. Those who are ignorant. That's why we teach. So, so, you see, there are some people. They don't, they, you see, they, they, if I say they don't know, you think it's funny. They don't know that having sex early is bad. Because everybody around them is doing so. They don't know that stealing is bad. Because everybody is doing some. A few days ago, I saw a little boy walking around here. He was opening cars. I said, hey, catch that small boy. And, and what are you doing opening cars? He said, oh, the car door was open. I said, no, 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 it's not true. You opened the car door. And as I was talking to him, then somebody tapped me. This boy. The house is coming from. They are all armed robbers. <laughs> the house is coming from. They are all armed robbers. He has seen them bringing home things that they have acquired. It's normal in his mind. They must be taught. Some people don't know that he don't talk in a certain way. Don't say many people are saying when you are the one talking. It is a, a political way of speaking. You must be taught. Amen. That's why Bishop wrote this book. Those who are ignorant. This book, we shall come to it. Those who are dangerous ones. I, I said, before we leave here, we'll come to this book. It's a very important book. I, I, I'll say more later. Those who accuse you. These are the people in their house. And they find fault with what you are doing. And they are not at all shy 
to accuse you of something that may or may not be true may or may not be true amen amen we have those who are proud and those who leave you all these describe different types of people around us listen this this afternoon i'm talking about the loyalty of assistance that as an assistant as, as a church worker you must be a loyal helper i said you must be a loyal helper senior pastors sack the disloyal ones disloyal ones change and become loyal put your hands together amen amen a sign that you are being assisted by the wrong person i'm talking to overseers senior pastors a sign that, that the person standing by you the person assisting you is a wrong person i'm giving you four signs number one a feeling of tension and pressure from the person you have an assistant who when he's by you you feel some tension we can't sit down and relax there's always an agenda there's always something we have to do there's always that hey we have to go and do something buy something get something a, a person who everything is asking for something a feeling of tension are you here this afternoon you can't sit down i have an assistant and when, I, when we are together we are happy we, we, even when there's pressure we are not under pressure we, we are not but we are happy but when your assistant is there you feel some tension hallelujah amen when when are you here when a, a young man is trying to beloved those a young lady and it, it has not worked yet and, and you are now trying when the, the girl is there and you are there you are under pressure you can't make a mistake you have to perform you have to show your power when they are standing watch you have to buy something you, you cannot be quiet and be insignificant you must perform it's a feeling of tension if I keep quiet I may lose the girl when you are with your assistants and it's the feeling of tension is a wrong person number two a feeling that I have to satisfy you I have to satisfy you you are, you are asking for something always 
There's a time when children, when it's school fees time. And, and they are looking for schools from their fathers. You come and say, hello, daddy, my school fees. They will say, wait. In five minutes, he will come and pass again. He didn't say anything. But you don't understand. After 10 minutes, you will come and pass again. It's a message. I have not said anything. But I am making something clear to you. That you have an assistant. And, and he's putting you under a certain pressure to satisfy him. Number three, sending signals. As an assistant who sends signals. When you say, uh, uh, my, my car, I need, I need a new car. And they say, oh, I don't have a car. We'll buy a car later. I understand. Then later on, Let's go to town. Hmm. Town is far. You are sending a signal to remind me that you don't have a car. Sometimes he comes from town. Then he removes his shoe. Ah, my feet are hot. Your, your feet are hot. What feet are hot? But I'm sending a signal that I want to drive a car. Or he'll come and land. Hey! Apostle Buntia, he's just bought a car for his assistant. He is sending signals. When you have an assistant, who is sending signals? He can't say clearly what he wants. Or he has said, and we have discussed and dismissed or postponed but then he comes back and resend signals you are seeing an orangu assistant i said you are seeing an orangu assistant and number four an assistant you are afraid of him you you fear him small but, but you fear him. You, are, you don't want him to leave. You, you don't want him to disturb. When he, you always ask him, are, are you okay? Why? You fear him small. Somebody, you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes you are a, a, a choir. And they have a, a, a singer. Who is your, your best singer? You are afraid small. That she shouldn't leave the choir. You are, you are afraid. I mean, you want to keep her happy and satisfied. To keep coming. You are afraid small for this about this person. You are seeing an Orango assistant. Cast out that person. Then you become free and enjoy yourself. I said, cast out that person. Amen. Amen. You, 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 you have not that person shouldn't be there to intimidate you. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me show you something this morning. You see, let me explain something. We have so much material. It is impossible 
to go through everything. So when we seem to be going through a lot, I want to open your minds that there's a solution to your problem. No matter your problem you have in your church, there is a solution. And as I describe it, as I describe you, I am showing you that a solution is right here on this stage. And I'm directing you to find it. Amen. And as you listen, if you see yourself in my message, please, don't do yourself bad and go away. Get hold of the books that you need. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 The Orango assistants. Signs of a disloyal assistance. But, but um, one day, a certain man was complaining that his wife was divorcing him and she had sacked him from the house the house he built and she has brought in another young boy into the house he built he said the young boy has come into the house and he's sitting on the sofa he bought and he's holding the remote control for the tv he bought and he's changing channels on my tv and i am outside he said my the woman is there with my children in my house and i am outside he said that is a very wild feeling as he was complaining about how the wife was treating him then somebody asked him this wife where did you find her which church service which ministry meeting which crusade or campaign where did you find this wife was she in the choir or the aquaba or the first timers ministry what was she in the church and he said no church no church where did you find her then he said it in a nightclub in a nightclub i went boogie one night in a nightclub then i saw another girl to boogie in the same nightclub how she was dancing was beautiful so i went and chased her and i took her and i married her now look at what you have got <laughs> Look at what you have caught. You have gone to go and catch something from town. And, and so sometimes it's our fault. The assistant you have chosen, the person who is assisting you, who is orangulizing and destabilizing your church, is your fault. Amen. Amen. Common mistakes we make in the choice of assistance common mistakes 
Number one. We, we, we choose sometimes those who were there at the beginning. When I started the church, there were three people. So of the three people, then we, then we share their posts. I'm the senior pastor. You are my assistant. You are a financial secretary. You are organizing secretary. You share their posts. For the three who came first. Hey! It's not like that. It's not like that. In church planting, there is no need for a pastor to appoint people to positions in the early stage of the church. You the pastor, do everything yourself. You are the choir director. You are chief usher. You are financial treasurer. You are the cleaner. Pastor, in the church of 20, do everything yourself. Don't be sharing posts at that early age. Because very often, those who come early, they don't know anything. They have just followed a, a, a crowd and followed something. And they have just joined you and come inside the house. It's like they have got their children. And you are sharing posts. It's very likely one of them will disappoint you. I said one of them will disappoint you. Can I pick somebody who came later? Yes. Yes. Jesus made Peter the rock on which he was building his church. But Peter was not the first to join and follow Jesus. Peter came to join Jesus when he was preaching by the seaside. He already had some disciples. Then he entered Peter's boats. And he was preaching at that time. When he had finished preaching, he said, Peter, launch out and into the deep and take a drought of fish. And Peter obeyed. Then he had a revelation. I'm a sinner. Nobody had mentioned sin. We're catching fish. But he had a revelation. I'm a sinner. Then he just joined the group. And then he became the head. Much later, another man came after Jesus had even died and gone. This man was not even there when they were replacing Judas. He came later. This is the Apostle Paul. He came later, but he became one of the senior people in the house. There is no need to use those who came early to be your assistance. Find the person who is loyal to you. I thought you were clapping this morning. Amen. Number two. Sometimes we look for the most anointed person. And, and that person becomes your assistant. The most anointed. It's not by anointing. It's by character. 
Some are very anointed. But they are not straight. They can still chop money. They can still misbehave morally. No. And, and besides, how can you tell anointing? When somebody comes, then his voice will change. I see something. I see something on the left hand side. When my hand is sh- sh- shaking, everybody shake your hand. Shaking. Are, are you anointed? Are you anointed? Your hand is sh- shaking. Shake your left leg. Shake your left leg. Where is your anointing now? But we are deceived by these things. And then they take a towel or a handkerchief on your shoulder. Is, is this anointing? Is this anointing? Handkerchief on your shoulder. But you see, when somebody comes with great confidence, then, then we are deceived. Number three is those who have body and structure. Those who have some kind of presence. You, you easily look at among your people and say that I want an assistance. You are short. You are short. You are short. Aha, you. I see a, a king coming down. I see a man of God coming. Look at how he's standing. Look at how he's made himself. He must be an assistant. He must be a leader. So I make him my assistant. You just made Judas your assistant. I said you just made a Judas your assistant. But you are allowed to be forgiven. Even Samuel. When God sent him to anoint David. And he came to the house. Then he saw some guy. He didn't see a short guy. He didn't see somebody like. Pastor Gabi, Pastor Pastor, no, no, no. He, he saw someone like Bishop Hodge. He saw Apostle uh, uh, Bright, men of stature. Aha, uh-huh. I see God's man. I see the man of God. I see the man of God. I, and God said, no, 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 it's not the size. <laughs> it's not the size. It, it's not the height. It's not the way it's working. You know, you know um, these days, God is moving the land and God is. The, it's not those things that has made that to make him your assistant don't look on the outside the man you pick your for your assistant with this i tell you you'll be afraid of him i tell you later on you'll be afraid of him because he will threaten to take half your church with him you will find yourself asking him, are you okay uh, do you want to go home i'm having a meeting at two o'clock oh i, I want to go and they say oh go oh, oh you, you ask for you can go your assistant can go and who should stay i say if your number two man is tired i'm not feeling well i'm going home you are afraid to say sit down here and stay if he says no i will stay you are not sure who will win that fight so you you, you want to go eh? I, I i i think we are tired i think i think you can go you have chosen a big man now you fear him 
May that not be your story. I said, may that not be your story. And the last mistake. Sometimes you pick somebody you are connected to. Your brother, your cousin, your something. You feel that, oh, this guy is loyal to me. Oh, many witches kill the members of their own family. <laughs> oh, it's not true. Oh, it's not true. Is, is the family loyalty? It's not in this place where we practice family loyalty. Yeah, we are following the work of God. Amen. We are following the work of God. It's not the things of, of family and blood and those things. You'll be amazed that your family would disappoint you. Hallelujah. Are you here this afternoon? A disloyal assistant. I'm preaching from this book. Signs of a disloyal assistance. There are so many signs. But I will just give you a few. Amen. Are you here? Number one. An unfaithful assistant is somebody quick to say, I knew all along that it would not work. I knew it wouldn't work. When you come and say, oh, let's do a program. When I call my assistant, let's do a, this conference. It's our first time. We've not done some before. Hey, will it work? Will anybody come? You'll be amazed at some things. You see, not everything works. I'm happy you are here this afternoon to join us in this conference. Oh, you can put your hands together. I'm happy you are here. But there are sometimes you do a convention, nobody comes. Disloyal assistance is the one when something doesn't work. He will stand there. Then he's there. Minim. Minim. I knew. I knew that it will not work. I knew. When you are doing all your giddy giddy giddy. I, I knew. Pastor, you, you don't take your time. I, I, I knew it wasn't going to work. But, but I just kept quiet. I, I knew. Hey! We know everything can fail. Even our best plans can fail. I don't want somebody who will tell me that he knew that it could fail or not fail. When the thing collapses, we must all sit down. And all of us are holding our chins. And we are all depressed. Oh, it didn't work. Oh, we are all crying. And we are all saying, Charlie, next time it will be. But when we are all sitting down, very sad, then you look at us. Oh, Media, my name. You are not correct. I said 
say you are not correct is a sign of a disloyal assistance number two somebody who has a different opinion when i say let's do all night no let's do prayer meeting people are tired we had all night last week they are tired i think we should do prayer meeting we should do it six to nine. Oh. I, I, I was here last week. I also know they are tired. But I feel God is laying on my heart to do all night. You are called to assist me. Support my decisions. Agree with what I am saying. Don't bring a countermeasure. Don't bring another brilliant idea. Don't see for another way of doing the same thing. If you bring an idea and your people around you, they bring other ideas. You are, you are seeing an orangu person. You are seeing somebody who doesn't support you. Doesn't believe in you. But he's around you. I have another idea. You are seeing somebody else. Number three. Somebody who does not say good things about your preaching. When you preach or when you do something, your assistant should come to encourage you. Listen, let me tell you something. There is no real bad message. Every message, somebody is blessed. I said, every message you preach, somebody is being blessed somebody God is talking to that person it is impossible to preach a message that nobody is blessed so after you preach and your assistant cannot come and say it was a good message but he comes and says hmm, today it wasn't easy but it's okay it's over now we have closed now thank God we have closed successfully hey it's not a good person he cannot say something good about you he cannot say a good message a good preaching a good atmosphere something good about what you are doing no he's not a good assistant I said he's not a good assistant a person who cannot say anything good and, and you see if you are here this afternoon too and you are an assistant and you never say good things about your preacher is preaching you never say anything good change I said change amen amen even if you didn't understand tell him my pastor you did well do you know how difficult it is to preach hey, when the person has even done his finished preaching at least he didn't collapse clap for him he didn't collapse and, encourage him 
tell them it was okay. But you can't say anything good about your. No, you are not correct. If your assistant never is able to say a good thing about what you do, now, number three or four or five, I'm not sure. Number what? Five. Four. He can say something good about other preachers. Hey, hey, he can say, Oh, as for this pastor idea, his church is doing very well. This guy is doing well. This guy, his house is nice. His church is nice. I like his hall decoration. This, this man, I like his dressing. If he can praise another pastor and cannot praise you, you are seeing an orangui right in your house. You are seeing somebody disloyal right by you. He cannot say anything good about you, but he can say something good about another pastor. Next one. He listens to the message of another pastor and not yours. No. You know, I, I have a problem sometimes when I call some of my pastors. When I call my pastor, I call one pastor like that. My pastor in my church. One of my branches. When I rang his phone, then I heard a ringtone. You are blessed in the house, sir. You are blessed in the house, sir. I said, hey, whose voice is that? I, I said, what ringtone is that? I said, whose voice is speaking? Change it. Change it. Change it right now. You cannot have a ringtone of another foreign voice speaking into my ear when I call you. You will say it doesn't matter. I say it matters. And I have 60 churches. Where are your churches? I have 60 churches. Where are your churches? I have kept all my branches. Where are your branches? And I say it matters. When you have some ringtone of a certain person, another voice. No, it's a sign of something. It's a sign of something. Don't say that man is also anointed. I accept. He's anointed. Very anointed. But not for me. Not for my ringtone. Not for my to me to hear when somebody rings you that they hear that thing. One, one Tuesday, I said you should everybody play your ringtone. Let's hear. We are checking ringtones in church. I said we are. Well, how many were here? We are checking ringtones in church. You cannot have some mulligan's ringtone and then say you are loyal. He's playing a foreign ringtone. It tells you where he's listening and where he's going. It's not acceptable. Put your hands together for the Lord. Number next one. Six. Six. You have an assistant. 
listen carefully. You have an assistant who can tell you the complaints of church members. Your assistant can tell you the complaints of church members. How, how did he know? Because he receives complaints. People can come to him and criticize you to him. How can he hear all the bad things in church? If not for the fact that he receives it. One day Bishop Saki was telling us something. He said some woman came to him. And she was talking to him, Bishop Saki. And she said that if not for him, Bishop Saki, she will leave the church. But he's a very good pastor. As she was speaking, he said he squeezed his face. Hey, Bishop Saki. He squeezed his face. When he squeezed his face, the girl saw the face has changed. Then she stopped talking. But you, when they come to you, you say, Don't worry. I'm here for you. <laughs> I'm here for you. Don't worry. I will cover you. Don't mind this. You are not correct to receive complaints, to receive criticisms of your senior pastor. Somebody is coming to criticize you and say, You have a point you have a point what point do you have what do you know about church planting church growth what have you done to understand church leadership that you a church member can correct a church leader and you the assistant you can understand and support a church member's complaints about a senior pastor you are not correct I said you are not correct change change right now next time anytime anybody comes to you what should you do squeeze your face I said what should you do squeeze your face turn to neighbor and squeeze your face practice now on your neighbor I said practice now on your neighbor squeeze your face tell them take that rubbish away don't come and say anything funny in my ears squeeze your face at every side person in the name of jesus number seven an assistant doesn't smile doesn't smile oh pastor that's how my face is no that's not your face when we come to church we come to be happy how many like church oh look i like church from saturday night i'm happy because sunday is coming i like church when sunday is ending i'm becoming sad because monday is far to next sunday when I come to church, I'm very happy. And you have somebody is in your church. Doesn't smile. Look, no matter. You see, I don't try to make you laugh. I, I don't. Have I, I cracked jokes this afternoon? 
but we are just happy in the Lord's presence. There's a joy of the Lord present in this house. How come you are in a church service and you can't smell? A church say your mind is contrary to the word. Look, believe you me, it is in the book. Anybody who does not smile, your assistants, your church workers, do not joke with this one. He doesn't smile. You are seeing a bad thing. I said, He doesn't smile. Straight face. What are you doing? I'm listening. You are listening. I'm also listening. But I'm happy I'm listening. You don't smile. No, no, no. Something is wrong. You don't clap. Hey. You don't clap. Put your hands together. Then you cross your arms. Hey. Why? I don't I don't feel like clapping. What feeling is that about there's no feeling we are expressing our joy you are in the house you don't clap you don't lift your hand you don't smile you don't say amen hey something is wrong i said something is wrong he said oh you know i'm just just I'm cool, I'm thinking. Nah, 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 nah. Look, it's a sign. Five years ago, my, my mother passed away. I, I was there. I was I was in, in, in Kumasi when they called me that she's not well. They were taking her to hospital. So I, I went to Accra and I went to just sit by her for about five days. I sat by her. The whole day I didn't go anywhere. Then one day, one evening, as we were we were in the house, then she she began to breathe. Then, then it slowed down. Then it went faster again. Then I remembered something Bishop had preached. Cheney Stokes breathing. That the heart is failing. I'm not a doctor. I'm a pharmacist. But when I saw that sign, then I told my sister, my mom is dying. By within, I mean, her heart is failing. It means that by soon, she will just go. Prepare ourselves. And the next morning, she passed. But you see, I, I've not gone to medical school before. I've not done anything. But I saw a sign of fast breathing, then slow breathing, then fast again. And I remember being taught by my father that that sign is a sign of a heart failing. I don't know the connection between heart and breathing. But when I heard it, I believed it. So when I saw it, I could see what was happening. You have not built many churches. You have not even built one diocese. You have have no church over a thousand. 
you have no branch in a foreign country somebody with almost four thousand churches ten denominations 86 countries 60 bishops healing jesus campaign that is bigger than many gatherings that man says that these signs are the signs of a disloyal person believe it i said believe it that father has said that when you see these signs you are seeing somebody who doesn't believe in you don't say the man is melancholic that's how he is no he is not correct believe it put your hands together number 10 an assistant who can sit in your chair when you are not there you see a senior pastor you must have a chair not that you have a chair but all of us there's a place we sit how many of us who are even ordinary members we have a place in church where we normally sit ordinary members who don't come every week you come don't come don't come 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 don't come come even you you have a place where you sit how much more me i'm there every sunday every tuesday from beginning to end automatically there's a place where i automatically sit i'm comfortable maybe we've not labeled the chair senior pastor's chair but that's where i sit nobody should sit there if the whole room is full and there's no other empty chair that's one don't sit it that one don't sit there anybody who can sit there in your chair is a side he thinks he's equal to you it is you have i have you can do i can do we are all able to flow after the church is for us me and you fair we are leaders and that's how come i can sit in any seat nobody should ever sit in your chair and a person who sits there mark him I said mark him number 11 write your own numbers be happy i said be happy smile at your neighbor and say i'm happy to be here number next one somebody who does not do anything extra he doesn't do anything extra when you say that we are going to have a meeting and we are closing at nine five past nine it's holding his back he's going home we have closed you said six to nine about five past nine it's time to go home somebody who does 
exactly what you say because you said it something is wrong because in your house there's no law of or regulations we operate by love we, we do more than we are asked to when you have somebody who does exactly what you are asking for I, I think it's a sign I think it's a sign and number 12 somebody who agrees with people you don't agree with you, you see everybody we, we have our affinities we, we have the things we like and we have the places where we are inclined to when you have an assistant he likes things you don't like no it, it cannot work it cannot work when I was going to marry my wife she, she went to Legon I went to tech. So we had different friends. As I was coming to marry her, and I told her, your friends, who are not my friends, suck every one of them. No. You cannot have a friend who is not my friend. Suck. Suck. Delete. 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 You cannot have somebody who you are flowing with an I don't flow with that person. How can you have an assistant who likes people you don't agree with? Who is, who is walking a different road? Who is doing a different thing? There are some people who we don't agree with. Maybe their doctrine, their morality, their behavior, things about them are contrary to our beliefs. You cannot make that person your best friend. You cannot be flowing so deeply and happily with a person who don't approve of how he does his things. No, it, it is out of order. That person that person mark him i said mark him you have not built 100 churches ask your neighbor how many churches have you built how many countries have you planted a church how many healing campaigns have you ever had how many cathedrals have you built how many bishops have you consecrated how many souls have you won and you are arguing somebody who has done all these things believe listen believe every single one of these points there are many many more points in the book but because of time I can't go through all of them there are many clear signs of a disloyal assistant deal with it I said deal with it 
There are many ways to deal with these things. I, I pray that as we go throughout the days, today, tomorrow, uh, uh, Thursday, Friday, we will bring up solutions. But, under, but understand something. When you see these things, you are seeing a sign of a disloyal person. Somebody you are afraid of. Somebody who brings tension. Somebody who is sending you signals of discontent. Somebody always saying that I was, I, I was here. Oh. Referring to how long he has been there. The, these are not good signs. So long as you have a disloyal person around you. Your church will not flourish. You see, you may be anointed. Very anointed. But so long as there's somebody around you with a negative, contrary spirit, your church will not flourish. He will be spreading a certain evil in the house. Spreading a certain bad aroma in the house trying to give a certain bad taste to different things driving away people who have also come to join and help you if you cannot read these signs of a disloyal assistance and act on it you will spoil your church I said you will spoil your church put your hands together Oh, you're not clapping. You will spoil your own church. Cast out the scorner. Eject every orangu person. If they don't fit, you cannot create a culture where they fit and they don't. They, they don't fit in the culture you have created. They should go. And after they are gone, no matter how small what is left is, it will flourish and begin to do well. Put your hands together. I want us to pray a, a very short prayer. There are two prayer topics. But choose one. If you are a senior pastor or a pastor in charge of things, pray for God to give you the courage and strength to deal with Orangu. Pray for God to help you to see and address it. Familiarity is an emergency you must deal with it pray to God to give you the courage and the strength to deal with these things and if you are an an assistant or you are a follower 
if you see these signs in yourself, pray to God. Change my heart this afternoon. Change my heart this afternoon. Just one minute. Just begin to pray for yourself. Just one. No, no. Just remain seated. Remain seated. Just for one minute. One minute. Just, just, just say a prayer for yourself. Say a prayer for yourself. Just pray for yourself. Lord, grant me strength. Grant me the courage to, to be able to answer this thing. Pray that Lord help me. Help me. Help me, Lord. To change. If I see this thing in me, if I see this thing in me, help me to change. Help me to change in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray this afternoon. I pray for courage. I pray for strength. I pray for power to take the right decision. To cast out the scorner. Jesus said, what thou do, do quickly. What you have to do, do. To save your church. To save what God is working doing through you. And I pray, Lord, for, for every follower, every assistant, change our hearts. Change our hearts. Help us to correct every error. To correct every irregularity lurking in our hearts. And help us to become good assistants. Loyal assistants. Good followers. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.